Jack Dan Podcast. You got your boy Metal X Tour and Josh Rockstar in the studio. What's happening, man? How are you? What's good? What's good? We're here for another episode. We we got some uh, a little bit of sauce from I, I think every alley of the video game industry, and we're gonna put it all together and make a nice nice soup, nice stew, whatever we're gonna make with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that's what's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. We kind of all over the place, but you know, that's the beauty of it. Well, you know, some good, some bad. Let's jump on right into this. But, um, yeah, without further ado, it's episode 120. What games you been playing? How's your past week? It's been pretty good. Uh, I've been trying to play a, a few more of the PlayStation Plus games that they give out for free, uh, cause, uh, on my, uh, my YouTube channel, I think it's like kind of a more important thing. To cover if i'm going to cover trophies uh so i decided to jump into little nightmares and this game is creepy as shit. like it's not even halloween yet and they're out the uh the creepy vibes of this game you play as this if, if you played like let's say inside or limbo this game is very similar to that it's like kind of like a platforming game uh, there's horror elements to it. You play as this uh, little girl trying to escape this this ship that she's like been placed on, and there's these grotesque monsters, and just it, it's it's a wild ride. I, I, I'm not crazy about the platforming. I think it's a little clunky, um, but the actual like horror elements and the story itself is really good. Um, no platinum trophy though, so I'm a little disappointed. But I'm still gonna be oh platinum. No. What does that mean? Yeah, I know. Like a, a lot, of, a lot of games just have platinums these days. Even like, have you have you ever seen the the PlayStation Store where they have these these games that you can beat in ten minutes and you get a platinum trophy? Mm-hmm. Like Jumping Taco. Uh, there's like these like box jump games. Like those have platinum trophies and this doesn't. Which is like this game has. I think it's about like three hours long, four hours long to beat, and it doesn't have a platinum trophy. And yet these like shitty asset flips do. I've watched people play it online and it's kind of crazy. Like these real people coming out of closets and and mm-hmm. trying to stab the little thing. Like it's absolutely craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, DLC so is, is cool too, because you play as this, another character and you're always just missing the main character. Like it, you're you're always just behind the main character in that like the DLC story, so like wow. so so you play like these two different characters that are like stuck on this boat, uh, trying to get away from those grotesque things. They're not even people; good. they're things. Yeah. So it's it's been good. Uh, I've been playing a little more Last of Us Factions, uh, trying to get through that, trying to beat that. I, I've been going slow on. I'm getting kind of bored with it. Uh, it, it just feels more like a grind now than it feels like fun. So I'm just trying to get through that. And uh, trying to open up for some more games coming. Like uh, this month we'll have the Cowabunga collection uh, at the end of the month. M is coming early September, so I'm super excited to jump back into that. Uh, I played it at launch when the servers were buggy. And I told myself, okay, I'll wait for the 1.0 release to play this game because it will have all the monsters, it'll have all the gym leaders, and I can play this thing without there being online issues. I can just play with my friends if I want to. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's coming. There's Destroy All Humans 2, uh, which I want to play. There's a whole bunch coming, and it's coming fast. Mm Mm-hmm. Well... I think I'm okay with games for now. Um, Between Xenoblade Chronicles 3, between Digimon Survive, um, there's another game that I was just looking at. Live a Life? Uh, No, I actually started playing that. I didn't like it. 
it wasn't really my type of game. Um, it's kind of similar to Octopath, right? Yeah, but not really. So every story is different, but they don't all join up. You play each different episodes. Oh, okay. That's different. It wasn't really... And some of one of them played like a JRPG, but the others didn't. So it mm-hmm. was... It was kind of weird to say. I didn't. I didn't like it. It was a pass for me. Um, but I'm looking forward to Dialfield Chronicle. Um, mm, it yep. looks End like. Of yeah, it looks very interesting. It looks like an XCOM, Final Fantasy kind of game. I mean, it's made by Square Enix, so it looks interesting. Of course, you know I'm gonna pick it up on the Switch. Mm-hmm. As if we didn't know that already. <laughs> So, uh, it's kind of interesting, but uh, I've been loving Xenoblade Chronicles 3 explosive game. I actually picked up uh, Digimon Survive first, actually, and was playing that and recently picked up uh, Xenoblade. I was waiting for both games, but I wanted to play Digimon a lot more. When I first started playing it, I actually was disappointed by it because I didn't understand it. Um, I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be mainly an RPG game, which it is. But in our, it's an RPG game second. It's a sto- it's a visual novel first, and I didn't really. Know that. Whoa! Yeah, so I watched a whole ten minute video on the game, and it's just that it, it's it's a visual novel first. So you watch it, and then there's free battles, there's boss battles, there's regular battles. I didn't and it's expect in the that. form of yeah, isometric you know strategy tactics kind of game, but. It's a visual novel. You you fall in love with the characters first. I won't fall in love with them because I don't really care about them. I'm not too busy. A A A A A past the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. To be really honest, so um, or not A A. If you press right on the D pad, it skips. So I'm just like skipping around the work and stuff. So I mean, it's okay. It's a mystery game. Um, I heard it's pretty good so far. I haven't gotten far into it, but I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, I'm enjoying the free battles, leveling up my Digimon and stuff like that. So, so Xenoblade, Ben. Xenoblade is awesome. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade is awesome. Honestly, it's uh, it's one of those games where you can get lost in it. Honestly, um, they took and you don't have to play the first two games to really play this, but I will say they have taken things from the first one and the second one and then made this right uh, i do miss the blades uh the gotcha system it wasn't for everybody i liked it um i like the fact that each driver you have different blades and the blades was essentially your class right um it wasn't like class class because everybody could heal um and everybody had potions so depending on what combo you did um it spawned more potions i mean there was a true healing class and it was only one uh it was only a couple of them but they weren't all healing blaze classes so you had to go for different blades that can heal but other than that um it, it it's different so you'd have to you'd have to play it to, to enjoy it but i don't want to spoil too much of it um, you know, there's different classes as opposed to um, the blades. Um, I think it's an overall consensus that we like the chain attack announcer from Xenoblade 2 as the one in Xenoblade 3. It's like, eh. the other one and the other one was it was hyper like great combo. Awesome. And, and this one is just like, cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's, it's not the same. So, um, yeah, no, no, it's it's good. I, I like it. It's fun. Um you, you, you have six party members. The six party members that you have, you interact throughout the whole game with them. Um, they are your six party members to stay. Um, in Blade Chronicles 2, in the first one, you can swap out um, different people to play with. But in this game, you have six people you have to manage. And you normally set it up as two, two, and two, like two DPS, two healers, two tanks. But you can mix and match your own party if you want. I mean, if you wanted to throw a tank there, one tank and then throw an extra healer you could if you wanted to right or two dp three dps and two healers in one tank right um so it's uh it, it's it's one of those things i actually um really enjoy it that changes up the norm so but it gives you like an mmo feel to it with mm-hmm. the auto attack but other than that yeah it's good 
it's a it's good like like when you have a good like announcer that's that like makes the difference like uh, uh always reminds me of the one from street fighter alpha go for bro this is like always yeah like, oh oh yes and um yeah. the one from capcom vs snk2 Mm -hmm. uh this yeah they're almost the same to explode yep yeah <laughs> yeah i remember that what was all the rest of them um yeah. uh triumph or die <laughs> yeah and then the one from guilty gear heaven or hell Ooh, one let's rock <laughs> you know yeah so, i mean you know you have you have some good ones so it's it's good it's good but yeah it is what it is you'll, you'll learn to love it mm-hmm but you know what? Um, there, there. Like I said, the Switch has been rocking things out. Uh, I will say, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Hate loves. I, I love the game, but I hate it because I feel that the Switch is holding this game. This game could be so. I mean, just think playing 4K, 60 FPS with this game. Oh my gosh, the battles are rich. Oh, like it's. It right. don't get me wrong. It's fine where it is. But it could be graphically so much better. Yeah. So much better. We're getting close to six got years. Port, if mm -hmm. this game got a port to work on PS5, good lord. <laughs> I mean, there's people that play that's playing the game right now on PC. And again, you know, we don't condone these things happening. But, you know, with scrolling through the internet, you can see some people has gotten this already running on an emulator on the actually to tell you the truth the game actually got leaked in a while and it was all over the place i had to stay off the internet so i didn't get um hit with spoilers but it was running on steam deck with via yuzu before even the switch branded because it leaked a whole week ahead but um yeah it, it, and when you see it on there it runs oh heck of a lot better probably runs crispy it does 60 fps we're, we're just don't look up xenoblade six Chronicles years 360 fps okay. don't look it up it'll make you mad yeah it's it's time they got they gotta get this thing this pro like they they, they don't have they to segregate it, it like um between the two like different things like if switch pro drops you can only play switch pro games with it no they don't have to do that just switch no. pro play what's already there 60 fps yeah but how are they gonna roll how are they going to yeah i guess they would have to re-engineer all these games to to run how they would it, it would be a case-by-case -case basis yeah yeah but they would like, have to make games for the switch pro only i mean trust me every nintendo yeah. console has done it right um yeah. look at the new nintendo 3ds right games like ocarina time um mm -hmm. majora's mask I think it was... Ash Bros had, like, a, a version of it, like, uh, like it detected which one you had, and then, like, you could run Smash Bros at, like, a better frame rate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was... Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles, Definitive Editions, that was on there. Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, you know, so these are the games that was only, that was only playable on there, so... They almost need to have, like, a transition, like... Uh, re like you got your ps5 games obviously but like everything works like on on the ps4 and like that case-by-case -case basis is going to be like oh is the game a, an open frame rate instead of like a, a cap 30 frames per second so that way like if the game can go higher than 30 it just goes higher and this is the same thing they did with that right um they did like for instance if you look at smash bros on 3ds like you said yeah faster load time c stick support for smash attacks mm -hmm. um monster hunter for ultimate faster load times enhanced textures c support you know what i'm saying like almost a lot of games that were enhanced that allowed them to previously work on it allowed you to get better resolution and faster load time so technically the switch pro could do the same thing Right, mm -hmm. you're playing the whole thing with just a resolution and faster FPS. So, and they don't have to, you know. I mean, they could, and they probably would, right? Mm -hmm. They probably would. If they throw an SSD in there, whoo, oh boy. Because I mean, just... look at it. You you only have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So between fourteen games. 13 to 14 games 
that only ran on the new Nintendo 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of those games that was only released in Japan, um, but between Minecraft, New Nintendo 3DS Edition, Binding of Isaac Rebirth, Fire Emblem Warriors, you know, Blade Chronicles, Definitive Edition, you know what I'm saying? Like, those games, yeah. I'm sorry, not Definitive Edition, but just, you know, Blade Chronicles. I know it was Definitive Edition. I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was. I, it was. Yeah, it was like a number, yeah, right? But anyway, we got we got a lot of craziness to roll in. Nintendo keeps winning. Uh, we had the Pokemon presents, and I mean we had a whole lot of information that's blowing us away. Um, so the Pokemon World Championship is returning after three years uh, to the UK, which is craziness. Um, they're bringing back Pokemon games, Pokemon TCG, Pokemon Tournament, um, new games that includes Pokemon Go, Pokemon Unite. Um, Pokemon Go is adding Ultra Beast to the game. Pokemon Unite is adding Ultra Beast Buzzwell to the game today, but they're adding, they have new modes and things there. And now, the one all we've been waiting for, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, um, they unleashed a lot of information today. Um, it's still a lot of questions, but at least there is more information than, than we had before. So, they allowed you to um let you do the gyms in any order i don't agree with that but they're letting you do it i I don't i don't think you should do the gyms in any order um i don't know that's just not really a thing for me um apparently you're a student in the academy three different stories the gym store battle story leads you to do gyms across any order you want you embark on a treasure hunt travel across the region on two new legendaries Corridon and Miradon. Uh, They're your partners during the adventure. Apparently, you're supposed to get those legendaries from the beginning of the game. Never heard Amazing. of that before. It kind of reminds you of uh, of Legend of Zelda Master Quest. If yeah. anybody played Legend of Zelda Micro- Ocarina of Time Master Quest, Master Quest, the difference between these two is that the dungeons were harder. But what people didn't realize that um, every dungeon... Uh, holds a special item, special piece of gear. You know, for instance, the water temple gave you the long shot. I mean, the hook shot, sorry. The hook shot. And... No, was it the long shot? No, it's the long shot. You get the long shot from water temple. Um, And, like, for instance, you get the shadow eye from uh, shadow temple. But they do different things like that. So instead of waiting till halfway through the dungeon to get the item, you get it at the beginning. Because they mix up the, they mix up the, uh, um, the dungeon, right? So I feel like them, uh, yeah, I feel like they're really mixing it up. So yes, I was right. Mm-hmm. I, and that was really bugging me. The upgraded form of the hook shot. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, the long shot. So you have to defeat Dark Link in Ocarina Time. Uh, to that, but like I said, in Master Quest, you get it much earlier in Temple, and mm-hmm. you, you get the long shot, which is like I said, a bigger, bigger hook shot. Like Alicia goes far. Um, so that's what this kind of reminds me of. I don't know if that's going to mess up anybody's plans, but we'll see what happens. So the legendaries, you can actually, they're actually three different forms: air, sea and uh ground right so they can run they turn like little motorcycles that drive around kind of reminds you of snow's mount from final fantasy 13 where she even turns into a motorcycle um then you have when they turn into like a boat kind of thing and then they have wings and they can fly so those are your items um and probably they're your partners during the adventure um two so new cool. pokemon that they showed off um uh Paldean forms. That's the new. I don't. That's the new forms. Paldean. Uh, they show Wooper, Fido, Cititan, uh, yep. and different different other Pokemon. And instead of um, in this game, uh, Dynamaxing, they have something called Teresto, where it turns your Pokemon into like a high valuable crystal. It looks like, but it also change their forms and give them different types. Um, so I don't know. I it looks like they have new raid dungeons, hunting terrestrials. Um, 
Union Circle allows co-op for three friends trading. I we still don't know if you can go through the whole game with co-op or is co-op saved for specific things. We still don't know yet. Um, That's what are, I was wondering too. Yeah, are people able to join your game? Able to fight gems with you? Are able to do everything but gems? Um, are they able to? Help you catch legendary Pokemon. I mean, we don't we don't know. Like, are am I gonna be able to turn on the game, go past the prologue, and then start an open lobby? Um, like those are the questions that we want answered. And yeah, we don't it's have something to questions. do with those union circles. Do they just appear in the wild? Can you go to town and and activate them? Or like, there there's part but from what it looked like it did look like they were together in different places so that this will be a first for the series other than like I'm let's shocked. go uh ev that oh, doesn't count that yeah doesn't count. yeah exactly yeah those, those, don't, those don't count by any means necessary no um so all pokemon in the region can do this i was actually really um thankful that i seen scissor because that means it's in this game i've seen uh gardevoir so gardevoir is in this game as well um mm -hmm. uh right now i've they've shown off that uh the different pokemon that can terra terra stylize uh, and their terra type changes. So there's Dragonite, Persian, Azumaro, Drifloon, Liligant, Spragato, Fuecoco, Quaxley, Pikachu, Eevee. Um, and like those are the ones that they showed off in the bit in the video so far. Yeah. And then they showed Terra Raid battles. It, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So so now this game is so like I said, Terrest uh Terrestal and Terrestalize are this versions of dynamax mm -hmm. right so there is no more dynamaxing or ultra maxing or whatnot um apparently if you pre-order the game you get a pikachu with that has a terror type flying so see what happens um i know the nintendo president they're constantly saying that the switch is there's no contest for it um it still have years left to go and i mean that they're technically right from even though we as a consumer want something new now to them like why do we fix what's broken if it's don't broke don't fix it the nintendo switch is still churning besides the semiconductor shortage the switch is still in demand in every single country right right now the switch, everywhere yeah the nintendo switch so far units is at 111 million point is there eight million right um, Off number for games. them because of the the semiconductor shortage. They've yeah. actually missed their mark because of that. So this thing could be wow. like soaring. This this thing could be like second or third, like in terms of like the overall sales. But it's being held back, like you said. Right. And then look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, for instance. Forty six point eighty two million copies sold. Right. So I mean, if you really think about it, we all thought we were getting a Pokemon. I mean, at Mario Kart Nine. A whole new game and they're like well why can't we just build it and you know what i don't mind the fact that they're building on it add some new modes you know to what they have they could actually build off the why build a whole nother game because it's literally going to be the same game racing game more tracks more battle tracks that's literally what it is so mm -hmm. i'm okay with spending more money and morphing this into something that's bigger i mean yeah we say oh, i want a mario kart 9 just to have a mario kart 9 but why do that when you don't have to buy a different game? Right. Yeah, and this one's still um, selling. Still pushing. Still turning yeah. like hotcakes. Uh, Animal Crossing comes in second, 39.38 million. Smash Brothers. Surprising. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, um, BDSM, Pokemon Bread, Diamond, Shaman, Pearl, Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee, and Ring Fit Adventure, and then follows up Kirby Forgotten Land and Mario Strikers Battle League. That's crazy how Mario Strikers have to be something like Luigi's Mansion, for instance, right? I thought that that was good. And Kirby oh. Forgotten Land beat out Kirby Star Allies. I I think those two are just like milestones for, the, like uh, they're not actually like eleven and twelve because I thought Luigi's Mansion had ten million. Well, I thought it did too, so maybe it yeah. might be noticeable mentions. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, 
that I, I took that from a stealth tweet. So maybe the number. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, was it stealth or maybe ne- uh, Nebel? I took it from. Yeah. Okay, cool, so cool. maybe those are just like just how they're doing right now <laughs> uh, in terms of Kirby and uh, Mario Strikers. But even those are still selling really good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, did you want to go and take the Ubisoft stuff? Uh, I believe that's what you could do. So we gotta, we range. gotta talk. We gotta talk about here. Ubisoft. We have to have a chat. So some not right here. Okay. Could say this is all based on a financial call. Uh, and a lot of rumors coming in from different sources like Jason Trier, Jeff Grubb, uh, you, you know, your usual industry uh, analysts and uh, Tom, like Tom Henderson as well. I can't forget about him. He's important on one of these parts. But uh, during the financial call, Ubisoft is only releasing two games left this year. So we got Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which is oh, we all know this game is going to turn out well if it's anything like the last one and skull and bones which is going up against god of war exactly a day before and this thing has been in development hell since the early ps era xbox one era this game was supposed to be out a long time ago and this thing has just been treading water as they say and the other game that's come out is roller champions which is um it's like um roller skating game uh inline skating and and whatnot um there was a rumor that this game was going to get shut down by ubisoft right as of right now so that leaves a bunch of games delayed and canceled outright uh which um you got avatar frontiers of pandora which was supposed to come out this november uh people are saying that this game in terms of its gameplay is in rough shape so they decided to delay it till after march 23rd or it could be even delayed as late as early 2024. uh they're gonna miss the window for the avatar movie which is coming out this i think it's november as well uh so they're gonna have to either hit the next one or release it in between the and three um and another game that's been delayed is Assassin's Creed Rift, which was supposed to be a part of Valhalla. Um, but this has kind of turned into a project of, of its own making and they even changed the setting. It's now set in Baghdad, uh, which is cool because that's like uh, it's a Middle Eastern setting. And the first Assassin's Creed was in a Middle Eastern setting as well. So it's it's kind of like full circle, which is interesting. Uh, but games canceled and this is where you can sort of see where ubisoft is retooling uh their plans because you got ghost recon frontline which nobody this game when it first came out it looked like fortnite let's not sugarcoat it uh and this thing is a free-to-play battle royale game it got the axe uh two more unannounced projects rumored to be battle royales got the axe i i think like ubisoft's trying to fix and it's not working then they canceled Splinter Cell VR because they don't want to work with the tech. Uh, so that's another game that got axed. Then there's a bunch of other games that are in limbo that we just don't know much about uh, what's going on with them. Like X Define, which is another uh, free-to-play game. Uh, Splinter Cell Make, Division Heartland, another free-to-play game. Division 2 turning it into a free-to-play uh, live service type game. They're aiming for Warzone clearly with this game. Let's see if they can do it. Uh, they they got uh, the Division Resurgence, which actually is coming out fairly soon, uh, but it's a free to play mobile division. Um, then you've got like other stuff like uh, Prince of Persia remake, which just got stripped from its studio, um, and now it's being put under Ubisoft Montreal. You got beyond good and evil 2 which was announced in 2016 tom henderson is saying people are playtesting it right now but this game's still in limbo and then you've got like some some odd stuff uh there's a spin-off to immortals phoenix rising uh which was that kind of like breath of the wild looking game they're making another one but in a different setting it's a polynesian uh, setting uh and then there's uh assassin's creed infinite which will be service 
um, kind of platform for all of the Assassin's Creed games. And uh, apparently they're working on the very first part of that and it's set in Japan. It's called Project Red. Uh, I think we already got the Assassin's Creed Japan that we always wanted and it's called Ghost of Tsushima. So too late on that. You were supposed to do that a long time ago. Uh, and all of this is just a mess for Ubisoft. Like they're just ever since the like the sexual harassment allegations, ever since like a whole bunch of people got ousted, the the projects have been like turning and um, they've been trying to find something to stick and their projects are not sticking. I don't think we'll ever see Watch Dogs again. Finally, the online for that just died. Uh, uh, I don't know if we'll see like r another Riders Republic kind of game or, or something like I that. I had big hearts for Riders Republic and it just, mm -hmm. yeah, I played the demo. I liked it. I had a good concept. It just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think they were updating it fast enough too. So like, it, it just like Ubisoft is just floundering. I feel like, yep. A lot of they need to get their their shit together just like try to pull it together like you have some great ips and you gotta internal stuff working again um whatever that may be like i think listening to what people want a little more is a good thing and get rid of these dumb nfts they clearly nobody wants this shit so mm -hmm. like get rid of it uh, they, they're still going forward with their Ubisoft forward event. Uh, it's still set for September 10th. I have no idea how this thing is going to turn out. And like with all these issues the they have internally, um, I don't know. Yep, let's hope it's not a dumpster fire. Yeah. Like you've played a whole bunch of, uh, Ubisoft games, John, like, especially like when they came out, like. How do you feel about like Ubisoft compared to like maybe a year or two ago? Ubisoft need to stick to what they know. Okay. I'll be honest. I play Watch Dogs 2. Or was it 2 or 3? I think Legion. Whatever the latest one. Yeah. Legion. Sorry. Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed it. It was fun. The story was fun. The multiplayer elements. It shouldn't have been a multiplayer element. Like little mini games. So it shouldn't have been that. It should have been open world co-op drop in drop out co-op play the story mode do the missions together that's what it should have been you should have been able to recruit your own team your team run with their team um they should have scaled the enemies and the difficulty based on how many people joined the lobby so if there was more people in the lobby for every one person that joined them they should have a multiplayer a multiplier for enemies right to make it more entertaining make you not be able to use your fly drones to go through certain areas that you can't skip i mean they could have done a lot with it but mm -hmm. they made spider bot arena and nobody asked for that stuff but the story itself was good you know they played once but it was good like i was i i, I like the twists and turns and i mean they're good for single player um single player action games like for instance oddly enough even though um uh gosh what was it called uh, the one zelda clone what was the name of it oh uh immortals phoenix yes. rising yeah phoenix rising that was a pretty good game mm -hmm. it was it was a good game considering that it ripped a lot from from zelda but it was a fun game all i know is that's what they should go back to why why we do not have a splinter cell game right we should have a splinter cell game mm -hmm. let me give it yep. make it like it used to you have you should be able to play every mission and then play a co-op version of that mission again go back to a four multiplier for enemies make it harder mm -hmm. right make it make it fun because i love i love chaos theory splinter cell the chaos theory and blacklist oh, oh yeah blacklist i oh, like i love those games Actually, I think the one I played was the one before that, Conviction. Uh, yes. But yeah, they're 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 similar games. Yeah, th those are fun. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, and it, it was it was it was good. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I don't know. 
Yeah, they need to lean on like the stuff that's that's working. Like this uh, spin-off to Immortals Phoenix Rising, like in a Polynesian setting. That sounds cool. Like that's not a setting we see in in games every day. Like uh, if they could do the same thing where they explore the gods, they bring that kind of like sarcastic humor to it. Uh, it could be good. Just just like the first game. And then like they need to lean on the stuff that people want and take it serious because like people want the Prince of Persia remake, but they gave it to a studio that wasn't ready to make this. They were yeah. too ambitious for um, for what they want to make. True. Well, what mm -hmm. can you do? Yeah. And speaking of too ambitious, John, this is the part of the show where my heart hurts mm -hmm. with this. This this is another case of a studio too ambitious for what they can do, uh, and I'm sure you heard what happened to the Knights of the Old Republic uh, remake. Oh my God, my heart. Hurts. Um, this is what happened when you have a game. It's the other end of Cyberpunk, where you want a game to look a certain way, but you don't have the money to put at it, right? Um. CD Projekt Red had the money to throw it at uh, Cyberpunk, so that's why it came out. It was still garbage. But this is an example of not having the money, and they said so we're just going to cancel it. Um, actually, when I first went back to playing my Switch, I was actually playing Knights of the Old Republic, the first one, mm. and it's interesting. I like the concept. Um, it, it feels like an MMO as well, right? You have your auto attacking. You have your different skills and stuff. It, it felt, that's the way it felt. And I never knew that it was anything like that. So to go and remake that, that would have only went for a target audience. Everybody mm -hmm. wouldn't enjoy that. Right? Yeah. And the same reason why, again, I know this is too soon, but the reason why Warner Brothers canceled Batgirl, for the money that they have to spend to campaign it, they said, never mind. So... I guarantee you they just didn't finish this because they ran out of money and couldn't campaign it or whatever else. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, it's a lot of budgeting reasons. And, um, like, the, the team was hard at work for three years making a vertical slice of the game that they were going to show to Lucasfilms and PlayStation. Now, that's three years of work to make essentially what is presentation, a demo. Uh, uh, just a, a one part of the game when KOTOR has uh, and the, this this is just like a no-go for them especially PlayStation who they showed it to and is going to be uh, having an exclusivity deal I, I don't know what's going to happen to that now but that's I, I assume that's off the table now um, right and it really is like a, a team, like Aspire, they're a team that makes ports of, like they made the KOTOR port for Switch, KOTOR 2, I think they assisted uh, with that one. Mm. They made a whole bunch of other Star Wars games like uh, Force Unleashed 2. This, this is just too big a project for them. This is like taking Final Fantasy VII and making Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's the exact same thing. You're taking a game that's turn-based. You're putting in a new, uh, a new um, combat system. I got you. Do it. It's it's. You need to make sure you have the backing and the support. And and clearly, um, this the higher upset Aspire they didn't uh feel that this was worth pursuing uh further uh so they shelved it uh then they fired the game's design director and art director which is a huge blow to the project um it's alleged that the production started three years ago progressing too slow and the budget growing too big um for what the higher ups anticipated this was going to be and so it's been delayed indefinitely with aspire looking for other contracts to do while they work on this that's the death name you don't work on other other projects and then work on a kotor yeah. remake like to the scale of final fantasy 7 nope. remake no i mean look what rockstar is doing rockstar's kind of simply doing the same thing i mean they've stayed out of the papers but look what they're doing they're canceling all those remakes remasters and mm -hmm. all that stuff right and they're focusing on gta 6 
right? Yes, they came out the Trilogy Collection, which was absolute hot garbage in a can. Should have never came out. But they want mm-hmm. to go ahead and push it out or whatever. So all those other things, it's a waste. It's a waste. Yep. They said, let's just concentrate and put our mouth where our, our money where our mouth is. And that's what they did. Right. And, and this is like a situation exactly like that. Because like if they're going to do this, they need one studio to work on this and dedicated to this. And it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Because the other studio that was working on it is Saber Interactive. And they work oh, on a gosh, whole bunch of other horrible. projects. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really like Saber Interactive. Yeah, I'm not crazy about them either. Like I've looked through the games, I don't think they have the caliber either to make uh, a remake of this game. I think a remaster, maybe with prettier graphics, uh, clean up some of the more rougher edges. But we kind of already got that on the Switch. Like it's kind of there. Like uh, how much more prettier can you make this game? Yeah, not much. So, uh, so my my final thing about this game is as much as like people are gonna hurt like i think this thing's done i, I think this project is cooked I, I can't see i can't see it happening unless they get serious about it and bioware tried to remake this game before and even they shelved it and they made the game so i i don't think it's happening i think it's done right i got you well I don't want to say too much about it. I didn't really play Knights of the Old Republic, Colder as they call it. I didn't really play too much in the one. So, I mean, for me, y'all don't jump on me. For me, it's not really a big thing that I'm really happy about. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I'll i leave that alone. As for this episode, um, I don't have anything else to add. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward towards the Pokemon stuff. Um, Nintendo is a little, people are concerned that, um, Nintendo is being hush-hush about Splatoon 3. I mean, of course, we let Xenoblade Chronicles come out and want the little Pokemon stuff, but it literally comes out next month, and people are like, what do we know about it? It is what it is, so, um, hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy playing with the games I have, um, and, uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, there's there's a few things that I, I have my eye on, like the Kawabunga collection, and yeah, and possibly sure. possibly Temtem, I might jump into that, but uh, otherwise I'm good till like November, like until God of War comes out, and that's like the next game that I have to buy. Well, let's not forget, there's two games that's not Switch that I'm waiting for. But Gotham Knights. Oh, right, right. I'm waiting for that, and Midnight Signs. I'm waiting for those two. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you just reminded me of. Uh, see, I I don't know if I'm gonna get this uh, at launch, but Crisis Core is coming as well this year. So mm. I, I would love to try and play that game. Like I I never got to play it on the PSP, uh, mm-hmm. so I'd love to jump into that. I think that's coming up as uh, God of War, so I gotta pick one or the other, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm fresh out. If you want to run those nuggets, I'm fresh out. Yeah, sure. Uh, there, there's a lot of nuggets. Uh, so, like, if there's anything that jumps at you, um, just let me know. We'll, we'll like, we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, some funny stuff too. Uh, all rolled in. Uh, let's start with. Yeah, so LeBron James is in multiverses. The Space Jam, LeBron James. Uh, as well, uh, Rick and Morty confirmed. Uh, I, I'm not sure they're out yet, but they will be coming. Uh, so people who are fun, they're, they're gonna be uh, having fun with that. Uh, this is a weird one. So Halo there, I, I don't know if it's still doing this. I don't know if it got patched, but it was using a gigabyte of data per game. So it was sucking a gigabyte of data every time you played a match of Halo Infinite. Which is weird. I think it had something to do with the replay save. So Mm. you were literally like, if you had a data cap, like that thing was sucking you dry. It was taking your internet. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. Um, Tactics, oh, uh, sorry, Taxit... Tactics Ogre Reborn keeps popping up, and I think it's finally getting a November 11th release. And this is um, 
remake of the old Tactics Ogre game, uh, which pretty much set up Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, its dominance that it would have across the PlayStation 1 and the GBA games. Like, they owe it to this game, and we're going to be getting it very soon. Let's see what else. Oh, oh here, here's one that I do want to get your opinion on uh, to see what you think. So a Black Panther game is being made by EA. I saw uh, that. Yeah, being developed by the, the ex-people who made Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. So two people that worked on it. Uh, and they have their own team now. This thing is supposed to be an open-world single-player game. So... It's early in development now, but this is supposed to be probably like a Spider-Man type game or a uh, Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor type game. Minus the Nemesis system, but uh, right. But it's Black Panther. That's what's up. I'm ready for it. We'll see what happens. I don't want to knock it too soon, but let's figure it out. See what's happening. Mm -hmm. and, and oh, and one more detail about it. Apparently, uh, you are becoming. The black panther uh so I, I don't think it's like your own black panther character i think you, you take the preset person uh be, and they become the black panther like and, and then like you kind of see your story through i can't imagine you creating whoever you want and then they just become the black panther like you create like some white guy and he becomes black panther i can't imagine mm -hmm. that um let's see what else uh some some more craziness like john cena uh in fortnite so now you can have john cena versus superman versus thanos F fortnite is just out of control um fortnite is a big collaboration of games mm -hmm. uh you might like this so uh ps plus essential games are out now uh you got yakuza like a dragon both versions you got uh tony hawk pro skater one and two both versions and little nightmares uh and all yakuza games are on the playstation service so whether it's extra or premium but the caveat is that you need playstation premium to play yakuza 3 yakuza 4 and yakuza 5. so you're gonna like if you're gonna play those three games like and it's in the middle of the series which is weird um you're gonna extra three or three fitty canadian uh to play those games when on xbox you just pay the one price and it's all yours insane insane let's see what else oh wave two of mario kart 8 deluxe uh is looking forward to that yeah that they they pick some tracks uh for this one um there's the one that's got the train going through it for from the n64 uh i, I love that one uh they got um uh, what's it called i think it's waluigi pinball i think that's what it's called from the ds version uh that looks awesome like th this this idea of having like did this because now they're gonna have all the tracks that have ever existed wow. in mario kart what's up mm -hmm. now let's see so we got some game pass games coming we got ghost recon wild uh, wildlands turbo golf racing two-point campus cooking simulator uh shenzhen io Expeditions Rome and Offworld Trading Company. And then I'm super excited for this. The uh, THQ Nordic and Ukes are reuniting to make the AEW uh, wrestling game. Uh, so that old uh, reunion is back. And they even had a trailer with the old THQ logo on it uh, from like back versus raw or uh smackdown here come the pain days uh i'm super excited about that uh to see that come back and then finally this is a weird one i i have can't believe i haven't heard of this 
uh, but Blizzard and NetEase were making a mobile World of Warcraft spin-off game that was in development for three plus years. It's been canceled. So, Good. yeah. Uh, and it sucks and in order to see... for it to be in order for it to make its money back, they would have had to pull out the Diablo. Yeah, that's and right. They 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 can't they can't afford it as much. People want to talk about it. People are still playing it. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, they can't. <laughs> this could have turned into another Diablo Immortal uh, uh, Genshin Impact, baby. Like, yep, the, the, this was ripe for like mistreatment. So. It sucks to see that the the dev team has been let go from. Yeah. Got paid for working on it. it. It just sucks to see the the fruits of their labor is not coming out. But then again, this game could have been like ripe for microtransactions and just crazy stuff. Blizzard's been on a tear with that stuff right now. So, um, yeah, that game got canceled, uh, and that's gone. And that's pretty well everything. Uh, that. Thanks, Fit. Well, um, I'm going to go back to Xenoblade when this episode is over. Nice. That's what I'm going back to. So, uh, without further ado, folks, that is episode 120. We hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Um, stay jacked in with us um, with all the new games that's coming. And uh, yeah, we are out of here. Good night, everybody. Thank you.